digging in the crates for something good. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Welcome back to the show. This week, my friend Matt was here. He's been on a previous episode where we did which would you rather questions. This week, he was here talking about, you guessed it, if you read the description, marriage. Marriage again. Matt has a different view of marriage than me. Although I don't know how valid my view is since I've never been married, but it was great to get a different perspective and see how a marriage like his works. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is. Too much miscellaneous important stuff. All right, thanks. I'm going to replace that recording. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're welcome. I'll do that one for free. <laughs> That's free? For free. Oh. Okay. So, you know what? I'll ask you the same question I asked Trisha last week. Okay. We're just diving right in. Yeah, why not? Okay. Why not? I'm here. Uh, how do you define marriage? How do I define marriage? I think uh, marriage is a promise that you give to another person to love them unconditionally and to walk down this strange and weird journey that is life together but why do it why do it yeah so um for you i yeah, mean yeah. there's lots of reasons yeah yeah so I'll, I'll start by saying, because I told you I was going to do this, I'm not by any means a marriage expert, so we've been married for a year and a half. Oh, that's not what you told me. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to like come off like, uh, you know, like what I'm saying is the only way to do it. This is just my interpretation of what I'm doing. Uh, but yeah, why do marriage? You know, I, I mean, the idea of doing life with another person is just so much better, in my opinion, than doing life alone. And there's a difference between like having friends like versus like having a life with someone. Like we make decisions together, we cohabitate together, we are planning futures together. That's different than like keeping in contact with a friend. So that was, that's what it was for us is, you know, we wanted to do life together. Did you always think you'd be married though? So I think it, go, I think it went in phases. So, I was thinking about this like before getting on the podcast and stuff, but you know, you, like in different ages of life, like you've got different ideas of like what marriage is when you're, you know, a kid, you know, it is everyone gets married. Like, yeah, you would have like that weird uncle that like, why did he never get married? Like, I don't understand. Like, don't you get married as an adult? Yeah. So like, you think you, you always get married. And then when you're a teenager, you think marriage is just like this, you know, lifelong fuck fest of like, that's, that's what married people do. They get to have sex finally. Cause you uh, know, I grew up, uh, I grew up pretty religious and, and you know, the idea was like, Oh, no, it's, it's, you reserve for that. It's like, yeah. okay, that's why people. And once married. you get that, yeah, yeah. it's like, what else could be yeah. wrong in your life? What else would you do? Yeah. You just, you know, lock the doors, stay at home. You know, you never yeah. leave the house on weekends. Why are people so unhappy? Yeah. I, you just don't get married. So that's, you kind of like think like, Oh, okay. Like that's why people get married. Cause people want to do that. And then in college, you're just like, man, like, death sentence like why why do you want to get married like it's so much more like you just have to check in with someone it kind of feels like a you're basically like signing up for like mom 2.0 yeah but then like when you, you kind of get past all of that stuff like yeah eventually you you get out on your own you're you're getting a job you get a career and stuff like you're starting to like do these different things like you, you date and stuff and you're like man like it's just so much more fun to like to do these things with someone and and than be like committed in the same way. Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Because that's true. When I was a kid, I looked at marriage. I thought everyone gets married. And I thought, I guess marriage is really when you just, you fight a lot and uh, you're happy like one to two days out of the month. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people like in college and stuff, like your parents at that point have probably been married for 
20 something years at that point, you know, like you, and you're, you're now like an adult where you, you don't, uh, you don't admire every single thing they do like when you're a kid, but you also don't like hate everything that, everything that they do like when you're a teenager. And so you're like, I have a little bit more of like an objective and you know, like, I think there are some parents that have like these like super like loving, loving relationships, like super affectionate. Yeah. But a lot, at that point in time, like marriage is a lot less affectionate, a lot more like it's a life. Like you've built a life together. And some of that doesn't look as immediately fun. Like it, it's not like, there's not like a lot predicated on gratification at that point. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of, it's just like, yeah, like this is the life we built together. It's more fulfilling. It's more fulfilling, yeah. It's more of like a long-term fulfillment, more of like a security type of thing. And in college, you know, that doesn't seem very much fun. It's, it's boring. But then when you get even a little bit outside of that, and you're like, oh, wow, like I really understand the value of that now. Yeah, there was a... Uh, I forgot what I was watching. I think it was Explained or something on Netflix. Yeah. And it was Dan Savage was talking about relationships. I don't remember why. Yeah. But... That's what he does, right? Dan Savage is at the... It's a, I guess it, he does relationship stuff, yeah, right? He's gay. He's like a sex yeah. talk guy. But I don't remember relationship guy. what. I don't remember the context of okay. what he was saying here. But um, I mean, they were talking about relationships, and uh, he was saying, you know, I, I guess they were talking about polyamory, maybe. That's a whole other thing I so want to get like, into. Uh, multiple marriages or yeah, like multiple, you, relationships? multiple partners. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're kind of all partners with each other which i'm not an expert on that either but no, yeah that's the basic idea yeah and i think he was saying you know that that could be a solution to monogamy like that seems like the easy way out um god i'm ruining this because i let me just try to put these thoughts yeah together. for sure that like if married people were to be open to the idea of you can be married to someone and build a life with them, but you can also do these other like more like primal desire things. Yeah, but I, I think I'm also like combining two things that I watched because okay. there was, it might've been from the school of life too, where they, they said um, polyamory seems like the easy solution to some of the problems that we have with relationships. It's like a really short term solution. Right, but he, he's saying we're, we're also not built that way. Like in, yeah. in theory, it's like, oh, I can have all the things I want. And I'm always, I'm always getting the things that I need and desire. I don't have to actually stay like in line. I don't have to commit to somebody. I can, I can sort of commit, but also give into these urges. But it also, for most humans, it doesn't, it's just, it just can't work that way. No. But then I guess the part about Dan Savage, what he brought it back to is like, you, you know, it's also not, easy to be vegetarian yeah it's not easy to eat healthy it's not easy to just lock yourself into this diet plan like but it's probably better in the long run yeah to maybe not vegetarian but like eating healthy and it's like hey is pizza still like do i really want pizza does that yeah yeah of course i do but is it better for me to eat this salad instead? Am I going to be healthier? Am I going to be happier in the long run? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know about that analogy though. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that I did a good job, but I just part of that stuck with me. It was the food one. I liked. I don't know. I like the food one. Just saying that. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the easiest thing to do always, but is it? Yeah. Better for me overall. I mean, I don't like cast any judgment. You know, like if people, if that's like their lifestyle and that's how they want to do it. I mean, that's. It's not like. Uh, it's not something I adhere to. And Sam and I had those conversations beforehand. Like, hey, what do you think about having a polygamy? And, no, I'm just kidding. We didn't have those conversations. No, and I, but, I sorry. I think I'm, I'm, I think I, I'm sort of saying that wrong. Because I'm not saying polygamy is, he was going the other way. Not saying, polygamy. It's the other. He's saying being with one person is not the easy thing to do always. Monogamy. Monogamy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. Right. Because you can't give into those desires. But in the long run, it's probably more fulfilling yeah it I just mean, seems like polygamy could be an easy solution that's right i like to say like that's a little bit more of the like if you are an immediate gratification type of person yeah sure that's you know that would be immediately gratifying sure but yeah like you're you're missing out on like one of the best parts of marriage in my opinion which is like that lifelong you know commitment to one person growing and growing your life like sharing with them everything like having that trust and security and stuff like 
if you you can't like peace out on that you know for like an hour at a time yeah like oh yeah like i'm gonna have this really strong marriage but like you know for an hour on a saturday i'm gonna like dip out but i'll come right back it's like well no you're kind of like breaking the streak sure i don't know but maybe you have an easier time with that than other people yeah maybe i mean that's i think people have different different urges like different lifestyles and stuff like i said like no judgment on that but yeah you know what i'm getting they won't be able to get what they're getting i won't be able to get yeah i'm just wondering how people figure that out for you it seemed uh simpler than maybe it would be for me or somebody else which is great i'm just saying you seem to have an easy time with it i don't know that i would i don't know i mean i think it's like everyone's life's journey is a little bit different on those things so sam and i started seeing each other the uh it was like right before senior year so it was like yeah of college yeah senior year of college so i would say you know and this is kind of a weird way to say it but had we like immediately been like in a like we are a committed boyfriend girlfriend relationship like it probably wouldn't have last because to be quite honest like we were not in that we were not in the right place of mind and quite frankly like i even think back and i'm kind of embarrassed about it like we didn't like really treat each other very well um, but I think we also had this mindset that it wasn't going to be like, we didn't think it was going to be like a long-term thing. We, you know, I was, uh, planning on going to law school. I took the, uh, LSAT and all that. And, you know, she like really kind of like romanticized this idea of like moving to Boston one day and, uh, or moving out of the state. She really wanted to move out of the state and she was, you know, super smart and editing, book editing and, um, publishing. She wanted to get in the industry and that industry is up in Boston and, New York and so we had just we enjoyed each other like we you know loved hanging out with each other and spending time like we liked going on dates and um, but like it just felt like oh, it was also really fragile yeah because it wasn't gonna like you know I, I wasn't going to Boston and she wasn't coming to wherever I was going to law school at and it just so happened to be the, that we stayed in Oklahoma she moved to Tulsa I stayed in uh, Norman and then we sort of like rekindled our relationship but like had we like been in a committed relationship from the very beginning, it probably would have not worked out at all. Because I think our mindset was a little bit more of just kind of like, well, like, we're just not ready for like that level of commitment because we hadn't figured ourselves out what we wanted to do. So maybe it's just like different stages of life. Like maybe other people just aren't yeah. hurt in that area. I mean, I think you definitely have to get to the point where you want to commit. Yeah. But like, what did it for you? You weren't there and then you were. So what was like, how'd you bridge that gap? Um, so we stopped dating. Like we, so we dated all, you know, off and on like senior year and stuff. We were talking a little bit and we, we called a hard stop. We, again, like we weren't like super great to each other. You know, we, we called a hard stop. We probably didn't talk for maybe like four or five months. I can't remember the exact amount of time, but it was like four or five months. So she texted me out of the blue one day. And the minute I got that text, I was just like overwhelmed with emotion of like, holy shit, like I miss her so much. And like we, we connected like the next day and uh, I've been together ever since. Oh God, what a love story. Yeah, it was, it was the weirdest, it was like the weirdest interaction ever because she sent like this long text. I can't remember what it was, but she sent like this super long text. And um, I remember reading a little bit of it, skimming around to the end where it was like obviously like she was asking to reconnect and immediately i was like yes let's like reconnect i was like (laughs) and then like i I went back and like finished the whole thing later but i was like so eager to get to the end uh and because like immediately like she sent i was like oh my gosh yes i want to i want to hang out like so bad so she went we uh it was the it was like a really awkward because it wasn't like a date at first it was like a hey we used to be together and it ended on such terrible terms like let's let's get together like and may i don't even think we originally intended on it to be a day i think we originally were like let's get closure or at least that's what she yeah. thought let's at least get together and talk yeah and i was immediately like i was like no i want to like i want to see where this goes and stuff and so it it went well clearly clearly you are yeah. married now yeah so we got married but well, uh, it what- was a little wild ride there to get there what i'm most in- interested in though and i think the way we would differ in marriage um is that you said you agree on all the big stuff yeah yeah but you don't necessarily have a lot in common as far as things you like to do or interests in 
maybe movies or yeah i mean talk about that because i think that's what i would have the hardest time with for me that's important yeah and i think there there's our it is like a different thing like i know a lot of people like get married like they like have all the same interest in common and stuff like for the most part like we don't have a ton of those like interests the same so I mean, I could give you a shorter list of the things that we've like really got in common. I mean, as far as like TV goes, like we watched The Office together. Uh, she's gotten me into like some shitty reality shows that <laughs> I am ashamed to say that I actually enjoy don't, quite a don't bit. Don't be, own it. Yeah, and uh, you know, she's, uh, we're into 90s music together, but like other than that, like our music tastes don't really like line up. But okay, getting back to the difference though. So we don't do the same things like our hobbies and interests are different, but like our core fundamental beliefs are like right on the same page. Name those. So um, I, our outlook on like family and like the importance of those things, our outlook on religion and spirituality, like we are on the same page with, and we're in kind of like a weird middle ground. Like that's not like a, like, oh yeah, like we're both devout, you know, Baptist, like we're, oh, we're, you know, we're agnostic or, you know, like we're, we're in like, the, we're both in this weird middle area, which is hard to find someone that is on the same page in oh, the middle yeah. area. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. We're both kind of like, yeah, like we like believe in like, you know, we're not the only people in this universe. Yeah. But like some people call that different things. You're like, in like a gray area. You're not in one extreme or the other. Yeah. And like, it's not like a confused gray area. Either. Yeah. You it's feel a, good about where you're at. Yeah. But yeah. you don't have somebody pulling you the other way saying, but I need you to believe more. And I've been in those types of relationships. Yeah. Where they're like, no, like you need to feel more of this spiritual. It's like, no, like I... I feel like the gray area comes off as a confused area. It's not a confused area. It's just like in the middle. For me, it is a confused area as where if I think too much about it, I feel confused, <laughs> but That's fair. I feel good about being confused. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about where I'm at. I don't feel like I'm not understanding something. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. This is where I'm at. And this is probably where I'm going to be. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, politics, I feel like, you know, and that's a big one too. I had a, I had a coworker at one point and you know, she was saying like, you know, up in like up going through like the, um, 2016 election, like she was definitely a left-leaning Democrat and you know, she was on the Bernie wagon. She liked her some Hillary Clinton. Like she under, like her and her husband was like all about Trump or not husband. Well, soon to be husband at the time. And like, that was hard for them. Like they, they like, you know, it's like, how do you view the world? Like, how do you, like, how do you look at a group of people or how do you look at like some, you know, policy that like affects yeah. everyone's day-to-day -day lives and you're on different pages about that. So we're on the same page about this thing. So I feel like the fundamental things, the foundation of like how we view the world is the same. It's just the things that we get like our, you know, kicks out of are different, which is fine. It is fine. I, I actually, I, I think that's great. It's just important to me that I also have some of those things in common with who I'm dating and maybe, yeah. maybe it shouldn't be, but it, it's something that I think about so much, but I also think about worldview and politics. Cause it does say a lot about how somebody looks at the world. Like you said. Yeah. I will say it's not always easy. I mean, those are the fact that, you know, we don't share a lot of the same interests and stuff. Like it can be kind of hard because you, you also kind of, at times you'll feel like, like, Hey, like I partook in this thing that I don't really like. And you know that, but you really like it now. Like you owe me one. Yeah. So there's like a little keep bit score. Uh, it's not like a scorekeeping, but it's just kind of like, you know, after a certain point in time, it's like, well, I want to do stuff together, you yeah. know, and you got to figure out like what those things are that you can agree on to do together. You can only rewatch the office so many times. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can rewatch the office unlimited. We have rewatched the office like 12 times from beginning to end. Cause there's so little that we can find in common about like what we're going to watch on TV. Yeah. Like, so, well, Shit, like we'll just watch. We know we like The Office. But does that wear you down over time? Like, are you worried about how you're going to be in ten years if it if it, if that's the no, way it is? No, no, I'm not worried about anything. I mean, there's you know, you want to try new things together, and that's one of the I like trying. We try new things together. It's just uh, you know, you've got to keep in mind the fact that you know your spouse that you've committed a life to has different preferences that 
you know, sometimes it's like, oh man, like, so, you know, I don't think we're gonna have anything in common on this thing, whether let's say like exercise, you know, is, or or food, you know, our food tastes are a little bit different. Yeah. Stuff like that. But I don't think those are like life shattering. Like that's just like nitpicky stuff. Like I, in my opinion, this is where people would differ. I think it's so much more important to have those foundational things. Cause like you can, you can suck it up and like eat food that you don't like, or you can, you know, go to the movie theater. Like, yeah, like that movie sucked, but I know that the person next to me enjoyed it, but it's really hard to sit next to someone and think like they don't view the world the same way that I do. Like I can't even begin to explain my position on this political issue because you don't get it. Like you don't get how I view the world. Yeah. Right? yeah that pro- I, I, I get what you're saying. I think that is much a, a much bigger part of who we are and the way, the way we view the world is also in a way how we view ourselves and our family and the whole, yeah. the whole thing, life and death. So, and like morality, like what, like yeah. the whole idea of like right and wrong. People have different ideas of right and wrong. Like she and I are on the same page on what is the difference between right and wrong? You know, like, and like mm-hmm. I could bring up, you could bring up any like right or wrong scenario. And like, I could tell you her position. Murder, right or wrong? Wrong. Oh. Have you seen Bundy yet? Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> I watched it over the weekend. It was so yeah, good. Yeah, that guy was wrong. He shouldn't have done that. I don't know. I think he was right. She was. Uh, she was very confused. She thought she was in a great marriage. Well, that's fair because she didn't know. She wanted to believe him. She had no idea. That sucks too. You know what? Those clips that they played at the end, though, where he, uh, they show the the real the real Bundy. Yeah. He's I, not as attractive. No, and he did not seem charming at all. They're no. talking about how charming he is. I'm like, no, I believe he murdered people. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like a like lot a of people. I think that's the problem when you've got Zac Efron playing it, and he's like, I don't know, yeah, one of the most charming and handsome people yeah. ever made. They, so. they got a scene where, of course, he's got to strip down naked, and he's like, of course, yeah, of and course. he's in perfect shape. I'm like, yeah, I get it. He's dreamy. He's yeah. dreamy. That's not Ted Bundy, though. No, that's not Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy looked. You know, I think they they gave like the specs on. He was like, he looked, he was like my size. He was like, you know, five nine, one hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah. Like, you know, didn't exercise and stuff. But, but was, for some reason, women loved him. He's charismatic. I, uh, I'd have to be alone in a room with him. I'd rather not be. But yeah, if you were I still think alive, if you were to compare Ted Bundy with other psychopathic serial killer rapist, he's probably on more like, likable. Yeah, he's probably on the more likable scale. But Yeah. I believe that he knew that he had this thing about him that was probably terrible and he had to figure out a way to rationalize it. Yeah. In a way. Like he think he probably wanted to be like a normal guy in a way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think that's probably true. Well, I don't know. This that's a whole I mean, different ultimately, conversation. Like, he found he found a person that he's like, oh, yeah. I want to be normal with this one. Based on the movie. I mean, I don't know how, yeah, I mean, true. was that just like a marriage to cover up what he was doing? I don't know. A beard. Uh, oh, a beard? His beard. Did he have a beard? No, but like a beard is like a, a phrase for a woman that you marry to cover up some Is it? Secret. I have never heard that. You've never heard that? No. Yeah. So like when a gay guy gets married to a woman, she is his beard. I've never heard that. She's disguising who he really is. Man. Is that also what just an actual beard is? Yeah, as a as a bearded man, do you feel like that? I feel like nobody really knows who I am, <laughs> and they never will because I'm yeah. never shaving this. So I have a question for you. Okay, so you've had a lot of people on the show talking about marriage. Yeah, well, so, not not a lot yet. I mean, I hope to. I love I love the conversation. I'm the fourth. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious. Like, what are the, you know what, what are your questions about? Like, why why is your fascination on it? Um, I don't think I had a lot of good examples of marriages growing okay. up or even now necessarily. So I'm always just curious, like what does marriage look like for other people? Yeah. What do, what do people like about it? What do they hate about it? Yeah. Um, why they do it, why they decided to make that commitment. Mm-hmm. I'm just interested. I don't, and it's, it's helped me for my own ideas of marriage. I mean, I already had my own ideas, but you know, talking to somebody who's, who's in it, and can tell me what it's like currently. Mm-hmm. That's helpful to me. Yeah. Um, 
and it can be hard to get people to be honest about it. So that's another problem. People getting being honest about what it's like to be married. Yeah, well, they either go one way or the other. They're going to say, oh, it's great. Yeah. Marriage is great. Or, oh, it's awful. Shouldn't get married. I'm like, can somebody just tell me the like, truth? You feel like there's a middle ground after? Yeah, I'm like, all right, I don't believe that you're happy every day because I'm not happy every day being single. And I'm not sad every day being single. Yeah. So I don't believe you get into marriage and you're just like, you know, you hit one extreme. Yeah. So, like, I'd rather somebody just tell me the good and the bad. That's all I want, really. Yeah. I don't, I feel like I've never looked at marriage as being like an up and down type of thing. It's like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it. Like, like the relationship can go like an ups and downs and stuff. Like, yeah. My tolerance of, you know, her and in, in different scenarios and stuff. Like, there's some days I'm kind of annoyed by her. There's other days where I'm like, you know, super infatuated with her. And, you know, but like that's, uh, those day to days, like ups and downs, like don't necessarily tell you like what the marriage is at. So you're looking at climate versus weather. Yeah. That's actually a good way to put it. Okay. So like she and I, yeah, like we, we, you know, bicker as anybody would. Great, I'm you know keep this in mind. I've only been married a year and a half, so it's yeah. Great. Remember we, everyone, he's not an expert on marriage. Not an expert on marriage. We've been together for a long time. I mean, it's been like eight years or so. So we've been together a while, and we lived together for a few years before we got married, which I totally recommend. I would. I like. I don't think I could marry someone without living with them first. Man, you got to. I'm fine with other people doing that. I, I guess I, you know, do what you want to do, but I, that's a big part of it. Yeah. So when. Sam and I decided to live together. I had to tell my mom, who's oh boy, very conservative. And uh, so here's the secret to telling your conservative Christian mother that you're going to live with someone. Oh, here it comes. And her being happy about it. Everyone, write it down. The secret is to date a handful of really shitty women beforehand, <laughs> and then bring home a really nice girl, and her be like. I'm just so happy you found a nice girl. So did you purposely go and find those shitty women? No, it just happened to work out that way. Were you looking on Craigslist? Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Craigslist and sorority houses. Same uh, thing. Yeah, same thing. But yeah, so I, I, we decided to live together for a few years. So we actually, so we lived together for uh, probably, probably about a year. And about a year into getting married, I was like, hey, let's go ring shopping and you know that's a big step like to go ring shopping like that's you went ring shopping though let me let me stop you go right ahead. there it's fine no i think i so you proposed though right or no so we have went, you told me the story i don't yeah, remember i don't know so we were ring shopping and in the process of ring shopping we were also in the process of deciding whether or not we wanted to go to grad school okay so i got my mba at the price college of business she got a master's in book publishing from George Washington University. It's like a satellite program. She had to go out there a couple of times. Maybe I think. But she was doing it from here. Yeah, she did it from home. She did it from home. She would like literally Skype into classes. So it wasn't like an online program. She like Skyped it. But anyways, um, so we go ring shopping, but we're also deciding to go to grad school. We decided to go to grad school. So we look at rings and then me, who is an idiot, thought like, oh, I guess we're putting off marriage until after grad school. So we went ring shopping and I didn't buy the ring for two years. <laughs> cause you're going to grad school. Yeah. Cause we're going to grad school. So, uh, so yeah, I'm that asshole that went ring shopping and like, I go back in two years later and they're like, uh, yeah, like we think we have that on file, but she hasn't worked here in a long time. And I was like, oh yeah, I just, you know, got around to it eventually. Uh, but yeah, then we did eventually get engaged. But I will say, she was super surprised when it happened. See, that's what that's what my question was going to be. Should it, is it better to talk about marriage and then go ring shopping, or is it you like talk about it? But, but is it a discussion like, all right, we're agreed, you're going to propose to me? I mean, yeah, it should be. Yeah, mm. it's not like a okay. Yeah, my, well, it depends on who it is. In my opinion, I mean, you want to. Here's what you want out of an out of a good engagement. You want her to say yes, and you want her to be very emotional about it. So some people try and like up the emotional value of it by being really surprising. But like you want to talk about that shit. Like 
you're making a lifelong promise and commitment to someone. Sure. Like, and honestly, the fact that like men are the ones that ask women, it's just like a, you know, historical type of thing. Like it should be a decision that you've both made hey, together. Listen here, you liberal snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> but like, right. You should both make that decision together. Well, like, yeah, I would assume you've had some sort of discussion about yes. what your commitment level is and how long you see yes. each other being together. And yeah, of course. The decision and the process of coming that decision should be mutual the process of asking is tradition as a traditional yeah, person yeah. i i got on one knee and i i bought the ring and you know proposed in that way but that that did not reflect the amount of like cooperation and decision making that went into the yeah the planning part of it granted if it were up to her entirely it probably would have been a lot earlier i mean i part of me loves that traditional side yeah like proposing i think the there's, whole, a, there's so much value in the tradition side yes but then part of me hates it because it it puts this huge emphasis on the proposal and the wedding and it being the happiest day of your life yeah. and then after that it's just like oh we're yeah, set there's a, there are definitely like expectations and stuff but like i i'm i like i like the tradition side of things like i don't i don't think that um you know so yeah i, I lean i lean left of center uh, I think a lot of my fellow liberals that lean very left of left of center, like left of left. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, you got people like, you know, and that's fine. Like, do you, like, I'm not trying to tell people not to do it these ways, but you know, they're like criticizing women that take their husband's last name. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm fine with that. Whatever yeah. you want to do. It's like, yeah, mind your own business for one, but then also like, why, like, what do you hate so much about tradition that you want to distance yourself and from it so much? Like, you know, like we're not like especially religious people, but like it meant a lot to get married in a church. Cause sure. like our, you know, we grew up Christian. Like that's, you know, a big part of our, uh, our families are Christian. Like that's, you know, traditionally, like we've come from that background. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You shouldn't be no. ashamed about that. And we're all involved in tradition in some way. Maybe yeah. not in marriage, but everyone's got a piece of them that is involved in tradition. Right. But it's easier just to like call out, you know, somebody else for their dumb tradition. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is. But like, yeah, like she took my last name and that meant a lot to me. Like I, you know, I, I don't think that that makes her any less than a woman. It doesn't make her any less independent. No. She is her own human being and individual. But yeah, like from me as like a traditional person, like, and not even that traditional, but like me as a traditional person, like that meant a lot to me. We were building a family together. We were one unit. It does make the commitment more in a way. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go like, well, I, mean, I, don't I, only, like I only say that because then you are like this, the same last name. Yeah. You are really combining there's, uh, just in that way where you're like, yeah, we are yeah. one now. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly like a public display. I don't know if that. I, I think people that get married that don't change the last name, like, I don't think they're any I don't mean less. internally, like you're not yeah, committed, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like on there paper, public, yeah. yeah. And that's what a wedding is. A wedding is just like a, a, it's a public declaration yeah. in front of- You're saying these people, we are yeah. together. God and family, you are telling them that we are, yeah, we are the, committing a life The together. only thing more official than that is Facebook. Yeah, yeah, you get Facebook, yeah, FBO. Yeah. Once you're Facebook official, you are official. Yeah. Are yeah. you Facebook official? Oh yeah, we're married okay. on Facebook. Okay, good. Yeah, and that's kind of fun. You know, your little event pops up every year. You're like, huh? Yeah. What? We're still married? Okay. Yeah, I'm still married. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I will say, you know, I know a lot of people talk about like marriage being, you know, hard. You got to work on it every single day. I, uh, I love marriage. It's really fun. God, people like, are going to hate you for saying that. I know. That. I know. I know. So you have to work it every day. Every day. You have to work it every day. You don't have to work your job every day. That's true. Work your work. In that way, I definitely agree with you about marriage or relationships. Like yeah. if it is as hard as people want to put it, like it's a job. I'm like, well, then I'll just be single. I'll get good friends. It's like, not a, yeah, no, it's. I don't want that. Yeah. If, if the choice is be married and feel like you're working 80 hours a week to make sure it's good or just like be single and watch Netflix and eat pizza. I'm like, I'll choose that. Yeah. I'll choose that. I think, uh, you know, I think you can, I think you can go in different directions and stuff. Like it's not necessarily like working on it and stuff, but yeah, it's the wrong word. It's the wrong I word. Hate that word. I, I'm going to, I'm going to start like rambling on a description and I don't, I don't know what it, it means or where it's going or anything, but great. I love it. It's kind of like this idea. I try and think of this as like, if you, 
if you go home and and you're just like you use them as a emotional punching bag, like oh like I had a stressful day or something, you know I I'm irritated about these different things. I'm gonna take it out on this person, you know like then yeah like you're you're gonna start creating like a toxic thing like, but if you go like you need to recognize that like, you may have had a stressful day and stuff like that, but you gotta like pour positivity in your spouse and. And like, you know, vice versa, like you should, you should find enjoyment from each other. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like, you know, just like an outlet to blow off steam. Sure. Cause sense. what have you, what have you said? You said something I liked a while ago about their, like venting is good. It can get toxic though. Yeah. And that's where I think like maybe like the whole, like you got to work on it type of thing is like, sometimes it's easy to fall into this default of like venting. Like, oh, oh, let me tell you about my day. Like, it's such an easy thing to talk. And yeah. even just like, you know, we go out to drinks after work and stuff. Like, it's so easy to fall in that. Like, oh, let me tell you about this thing at work that, you know, grinded my gears and stuff. Like, it's a lot easier to do that than to just say like, man, this thing at work today went great. I feel so good. Oh, about it's so much easier to be collab- negative. Yeah, it's so much easier to be. So I think that's a, a rut that people can fall into with their spouse is they get home and they complain as opposed to like building each other out with positivity. And so we, we try and do that as much as we can. Um, You're probably also coming from a better place though. I think some people haven't figured themselves out enough to be able to do that. They want somebody to make them happy. They want somebody to make them more complete their Mm -hmm. other half. Yeah. But they're not good by themselves. Yeah. I'm, I think that's why I feel better about whatever marriage would be for me if I can, you know, get out there and date more. Figure that out. Yeah, but be, because so all the I, ladies listening to this podcast yeah. right now, Jay is single. If he I'm single mentioned. and looking to talk about marriage. Um, <laughs> no, because I am fine by myself. Yeah. I know how to like take care of myself. I know the problems with myself. I'm yeah. I've got that figured out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking for somebody to like complete me. Right. Just looking for a partner, really. And I think Sam and I do really well on our own. Like I think that's huge. It definitely helps us. Like our, like I kind of like need to, like I need people around me at all times. Like I'm, I'm a social, social guy. We've all um, noticed. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's great. I'm a super social guy. Yeah. So anyways, but like, you know, being a social person, like there's like different groups and stuff that, you know, I like to keep, I like to check in on, like I like to be a part of, I like to hang out with them and stuff. Like, you know, people leave work and like, hey, let's grab some drinks. Like I want to be a part of that. Um, Sam is a lot more introverted. She thrived, like she loves her alone time. If I was also like a homebody, we'd both be at home and on top of each other other all the time. Like, you know, and and she needs like alone, alone time. Like literally like her and the cat and that's it. Um, You know, I need to be like around a bunch of people. And so like we can go do our own things and that's good for us both. Yeah, it's like really, you found how marriage works best for you yeah because yeah it probably wouldn't work if you were let's say you were more introverted and you needed alone or no you were introverted but needed to be social but your spouse was extroverted and always out and then you it just would be yeah unbalanced yeah and when sam like when she hangs out with people and stuff like she thrives in like that more like intimate relationship like you know her and like a couple of really close friends like you know spending you know long periods of time together and really like talking about things and and like i just like i you know i like more like short doses and stuff like yeah so but like it works out like she's allowed to like we both are allowed to have our own separate lives and hang out with people that we want to hang out with and then you know when we spend time together we spend time together yeah you wouldn't want somebody who wants you around all the time either Mm -mm. oh you drive each other nuts yeah no, I'm saying if you, but if you met somebody who's like, I, what I need in a marriage is you, Matt, to be here all the time. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm sorry. I gotta leave the house. Yeah, yeah I, I have to. Yeah. So you know that, you know enough about yourself to know what you need. Right. Yeah, I think so. Well, I also, I'll be honest, like, I think I just got really lucky too. Yeah. But don't you think eventually if, so if it didn't go well, you'd figure out why. What do you mean? Like, let's say you met her and she was 
that person that just goes, Matt, I need you here all the time. Like yeah. I need to be around you. Eventually you'd go, well, no, this is, listen, I like to be out. I like to network. I like to see lots of different people. Yeah. You would have figured that out and you would have met somebody else. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like you would have. Maybe. I mean, you also like, you know, once you, like, even if you've been with someone for a long time, like you kind of discover new things about them all the time. Like, yeah, I'd like to think so. But you never know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I just got, honestly, like, I think I got really lucky. Like, you know. People I, are going to hate you more if you say that. Don't say you got lucky. I think, on, like, anybody that thinks that, like, you know, that marriage was, like, destined to be together or, like, they, you went through these, like, trials and errors and, like, they, you maybe some people did. Like, maybe they, they blew through, like, 50 different relationships before they figured out, like, the one. Like, you know, I, I didn't really go through, like, a ton of relationships. I think I had, like, two girlfriends before Sam. No, but you dated. I dated a you lot. You met a lot of people. Yeah, but met like, a lot of women. So like such surface level dating though. Like I ne I never like dated like and got to know someone really well no, other than like two other people. You also know when you meet somebody if you have like some sort of connection. Yeah, that's true. So I think I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. Mm, maybe. That there is I don't believe in luck in the way you just like stumbled upon somebody. I think you have to be willing to go out and you have to meet lots of different women or men depending on who you are and yeah. and you see what works for you you don't know what you like until you get out there and try yeah so i think you you're out there you're very social so that's why i say you're not giving yourself enough credit because i think you you without even knowing it probably figured out what you wanted but you also need that thing that you like to like you back well that's that's the bigger problem that's where you get lucky though right that's true all right there yeah. that's true so i got lucky in the sense that you know this you know beautiful introverted crazy smart keep going uh you know animal lover you know keep going and i'm just this you know i was a super loud uh you know kind of douchey at times uh granted i think i've gotten a little bit better uh, i don't know you before so i can't comment <laughs> on that <laughs> uh you know like she uh you know a bunch of different reasons as to why she probably uh could have blown me off i decided not to so yeah i liked her and i got really lucky there in that way it is crazy that any two people could come together yeah and be married because you know the chances of both parties liking each other enough to make a commitment for yeah. life or what they hope to be life that's a crazy thought i think that's where again i i I'll say lucky one more time and then i'll stop saying it but right. you know the uh you know the the whole like interest like what you're interested in like on a, like a day-to-day -day, like hobbies and stuff like that like i think that's your initial icebreaker and that's one of the things that we don't really have granted like our first date was a third eye blind concert we love 90s music so it was a great first date that is a great interest to have though yeah and so uh but like again like our our relationship is really built on like those foundational things. It just takes a long time to get to those foundational things. So the fact that we like stumbled into liking each other um, from the get go and could like look past a lot of like these kind of like hobbies and interest things and then get into like the meat of like what makes a really good, strong foundation for a marriage. Like, you know, we, we kind of glossed over those things to to get to the meat which is great okay so knowing what you know about marriage and your own marriage and other people's marriages yeah what advice would you give because we are uh, about out of time oh well really that was fast yeah i know so what advice would i give um, oh wait what advice would you give to me yeah okay what advice would i give to you yeah uh for when you get married or for finding marriage i guess finding since I don't, i'm not anywhere near getting married so Okay. Well, I, I don't think so. I guess I could get married in the next couple of weeks. You never know. Yeah. Um, so for finding marriage, I think, um, I mean, I think it takes like, you know, a, a, a willing heart. I think it's oh. something that you, you want to find. Um, not necessarily like marriage, but just like long-term companionship, like someone to share your life with. Sure. Um, I think finding someone that, you know, you don't necessarily like have it all figured out yet, but you know, you kind of want to like figure it out with them and you respect their ideas and opinions and would be willing to change 
some of your ideas and opinions for them. So I'll give you an example. Like I, I didn't like, I didn't really have like an opinion on animals. This is like a small example, but I, I had no opinion like on animals. Like I, we'd had animals growing up. I didn't like think much of it. And, uh, but I, you know, I had tremendous amounts of respect for Sam and Sam loved the shit out of animals. And I was kind of like, coming from like more practical stance, like, ah, well, you know, we need to like, you know, we're not even like living in the same place. You know, like there's like animals are a lot of like responsibilities. And she like just loved them. It was like, I was, you know what? Like, let's get an animal. Like she loves animals. Like I don't really know how I feel about it, but I know I love her. Like I'm, I'm going to commit all in on animals, like her interest of animals, her love of animals. And like, oh my gosh, like I love having animals now. It's a great, great little part of our, our, our family. So yeah, you need to find someone that, you respect their opinion enough that you are willing to accept their ideas on things that you may not have an opinion on, or maybe you feel the other way, which you're like, man, I might think differently than this person, but the fact that they believe this certain thing, like throws my whole world upside down. That maybe I should take a closer look because yeah. I respect them so much. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I think that's something that she and I have in each other. Like she'll, like I'll, I'll, I'll watch the news and uh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's my, my interpretation of the current events. And then she'll be like, oh, this is what I thought. And I'm like, man, well, I, that wasn't where I went, but I respect your thoughts and your opinions. And I, I know that we think the same way. Let me reanalyze that. Uh, and sometimes we, we come to different conclusions. Yeah. But a lot of the times, like she or I will bring up you know, different things that we would have thought about, we just didn't think about it at that time. And like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, you're right. That was, that like opened my eyes to it a little bit more. Well, you're a year and a half in, right? Yeah, a year and a half in. And been together for eight-ish years. Yeah. I hope it goes to 40, 50, 60. Minimum. Yeah, whenever you yeah. die, I don't know. How, how long are you planning on living? 120. I actually talked to my financial advisor about that the other day. All right. Well, then I hope it goes, uh, you know, roughly 90 years, 90 more years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. I feel like this is a good one. Your, your marriage is different than, uh, than what I might imagine for myself, but I also appreciate it because you do seem pretty happy with it, at least in the moment. It's so. great, man. Like marriage is fun. You just got to do it, you know, like, uh, well, when you find the right person, it's, it's such a respect thing. I mean, you got to have that what were you saying about fighting in marriages earlier oh yeah so just like in friendship <laughs> <laughs> so okay i said this earlier in the office because they a lot of people will talk about like you know marriage is like a best friend like you're living with your best friend and they're like but you fight you know like and they kind of lend it there talking to you cassie and trisha <laughs> but it's a little bit different because it's like having a best friend but when you disagree you get to put your penis in her later. And Which, that's what marriage is. <laughs> I could see how Cassie and Trisha might have a different perspective <laughs> since they don't have a penis. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We didn't talk about that very much, but yeah, you know, intimacy, it's part of it. Well, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's one of the best parts about being in any relationship. I don't want to say it's my favorite part about say being it. married. Say it. It's probably my favorite part about being married. <laughs> it's a great part. It's a yeah. lot better than... Well, than what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is true. Like, that's something that, that's not going to be the same. Um, you know, if you, were, if you um, were someone who just goes out to bars and clubs or just gets on Tinder for a bunch of one-night stands, it's not the same as being no. with somebody for uh, long-term. Somebody no, that you no. know and you're connected with. And so... Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And just, you know, one day, like building a family and things like that. Like, this is like, you just. Yeah. Or not building a family. Or not building a family. But like, those are things like you've got to be with someone for so long. Like, you got to be, you know, people think like, oh, I got snowed in for a three day weekend. Like, that's how you know you're going to make it or not as a relationship. Like, no, like, try living with someone for like, you know, years. Like, we've lived together now for five, six years. Yeah long time sure it's a lot like, to figure out in the beginning yeah sharing a bed for a long time yeah sure not room. closets i'd have a separate bathroom. room just in case do you guys have a separate room if you're uh if you're angry 
Um, well, I mean, you've been to her house. It's uh, but you got like nine rooms that just have. <laughs> yeah, like... She goes to the West Wing. <laughs> no, yeah, we've. I mean, we've got a, a house. Uh, you know, she's got her little craft station upstairs. She's got a TV in her. She's gotten really into sewing and cross stitching. You know, I've got the living room. Well, so you know, like just go outside. Like, if you need to separate, you can separate. Yeah. yeah what about sleeping? I'm saying, do you ever just not sleep in the same bed, or do you have like some policy? You can't go to bed angry. Oh no, I don't think we have any policies. Not like, written. Yeah, like I, I know other people have gotten here. Like, like I know one of our coworkers. Like, they don't say the D word, which is divorce. oh yes, yes. They're like, oh, yes. we don't, we never say that word. I don't think we have anything like that. Like, it's like a, oh, like, you know, you can't do it. Yeah. So you say you can't do it. It's just on your mind. You should never say you can't do it because then that's all you're thinking about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've like slept on the couch, not because I'm like mad at her or anything, but just because I've fallen asleep on the couch and she didn't want to wake me up. Okay. That's, yeah. That's the extent of the sleeping in separate rooms. Yeah. I mean, we've, you know, there have been times we've gone to bed and we kind of like, you know, huff and puff a little bit and like you know, face our back towards them, you know, like just like that corny stuff. Uh, I wish everyone could see your impression right now of, of that. Just like <laughs> pulling the covers up. And, uh, uh, give me the covers. You, you took too much of the covers. Well, you know, here, do me a favor. When, okay. when, if, and when, if, and when, um, things start to go south. Okay. Not to the point of divorce, but where maybe you're looking at it more like, uh, some of the other people we know <laughs> <laughs> looking at marriage that way. Come back. And, okay. uh, either say you're wrong Air or my you, dirty laundry yeah just like bring it all in say uh you know i hate marriage now i hate marriage or i'm just sort of lukewarm about marriage oh shit no i'm just kidding i, I hope that doesn't happen but uh that would be that would be great for an episode if uh, like a yeah. year from now you go i don't know it's not the same i don't like it you know i think uh i i think there's you know if you were to say like you know tell me how your relationship is going like i think that could be a little bit more up and down but yeah like yeah, I hope you know our marriage is never lukewarm or even bad. Hey, your battery. Yeah, yeah. The relationship. I'm not like like putting it out in the the world right now. Hoping it's like some bad omens, man. <laughs> so when you guys get divorced, yeah. No, I hope it goes well. Oh yeah, bringing that music. Miscellaneous importance. Now it's gonna be weird when I do the outro and it's exactly what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming on. Um, come back soon. All right, peace out. Bye. I can say what I want about Matt's marriage, but it seems like it's going well. So who am I to judge? But if you're out there and you would like to judge, if you'd like to tell me or Matt how awful his idea of marriage is, please do, because uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear how you disagree or agree. Either one, just let me know. And also, if you hated this episode, please let me know. If you liked this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.